What's going on, guys? Welcome to October's episode of Game of the Month, the show where we pick a game at random every month, and at the end of the month, we talk about it. My name's Seth, and joining me today is Chevy. Chevy, we just filmed um, Plus Club, where we talked about Callisto Protocol Farming Simulator uh, 22 and Weird West. Since then, uh, how you doing? And are you ready to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the community pick game of the month that we played in October? <clears throat> yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, I just realized this was up. The wheel. Little little sneak peek. Um Yeah, I, I mean, you know, without getting too into you know that part, uh, uh it'll be a little interesting for me because it's not my wheelhouse to This is a very know. outside of your wheelhouse game yeah. that we played this month. So uh you know obviously we'll get into that, but uh yeah, looking forward to to also seeing what we get because uh with that sneak peek that you guys got uh, I was noticing that um, pretty much every game on that list I want to play right now. So, yeah, same. Um, before we jump into randomly picking uh, game of the month, I'm uh, doing good. I feel a little more energized than I did um, doing good. during good. Plus Club, which is good. Uh, also, just in case you guys are wondering about why Plus Club and this are like releasing almost at the exact same time, we had Film Plus Club. I had edited it, and then for some reason, Adobe Premiere's encoder would not export the file correctly. I tried like five times. Finally, I figured it out. So it has been finished. It's uploaded now. But uh, if you're wondering, you know, why is it so delayed? I I was having technical issues, but we got to figure it out. Hopefully uh, this one will come out smoothly as well. Um, so yeah, uh, I'm ready to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre though. I think this will be a really interesting conversation because uh, I think I have a pretty nuanced uh, opinion on it, which we'll get into. And uh, this is not a game you typically play. So that'll be an interesting discussion uh, to be had. But before we have that, let's find out our game of the month for October. And before we spin this wheel, um, I just want to say thank you to everybody who voted for the community pick in October. We have uh, the two runner-ups that could get pulled still, which is Sid Meier's Pirates. You guys voted for it. And Marvel's Spider-Man 2, a very topical game that you guys also voted for. So these are on the list now permanently until they get pulled. And so if they get drawn, we will play them. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for doing uh, or for the voting and participating and uh, picking Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which we'll talk about in a sec. So uh, for our listeners uh, or anybody who can't see the screen right now, the games that we have on the list is shrinking. So we're going to start adding some games here soon. Uh, it's kind of nice because for a while there we had like 20 something games constantly. And now we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Very, very little compared to what we're used to having. So those games are Armored Core 6, Temtem, uh, Sid Meier's Pirates, which is the uh, community pick runner-up, uh, Baldur's Gate 3, which would be great to <laughs> pull because then I can force myself to play it, uh, No Man's Sky, uh, Marvel Spider-Man 2, which is another one you guys picked as a runner-up, and then uh, Age of Empires 4, and then Remnant 2, which I would also like to get pulled, and then Age of Wonders 4, which I would also like to get pulled because that was a game that... Uh, feel like we're all really enjoying and then we all just got distracted yeah. with other games coming out so yeah is there any games on that list that you're hoping for um i mean like for a convenience factor i would take armored core six borders gate three uh those two specifically because yeah. i just haven't really had a chance i haven't beaten borders gate three and i haven't touched armored core six yet um I will definitely play more remnant. I wasn't done with the game. I beat it, but I like, I, I wanted to play it more, but I had to prioritize, you know, moving on from it. Um, I have been playing age of Empires two lately. So age of Empires four would be Weird. a good pick. Cause I'm already kind of in the mindset hmm. 
And yeah, honestly, the least uh, exciting one on here for me, and it's not like I I wouldn't want to play it. It's just the least exciting for me right now is Temtem. I'm just not really in a Pokemon mindset right now. Yeah, I'm not either. I really hope that one doesn't get pulled. But now that I've said that, it might be the one that does. Yeah, that uh, lands. But, um, but yeah, I'm hoping for Armored Core 6 for sure, just because I'm like halfway through that game. It would be nice to uh, force myself to complete it outside of, you know, wanting to do that. Uh, Borders of Get 3 would be really nice as well, just because that's a game that um, I just never have the time to put into it long term. And if uh, it's a priority for me uh, throughout the month, um, I will have to play it. So, um Remnant 2 would be nice to play some more as well. And I kind of hope Age of Wonders 4, even though that would exacerbate a lot of the games I'm playing right now, it is a game I still really want to play. I was yeah. enjoying it when we were playing it and uh, would be cool to see, uh, you know, how it's how it is now. Maybe they've updated that DLC. I don't I don't know. It's been a little bit since it's been out. So, um, but yeah, uh, Temtem and No Man's Sky are probably the games I wouldn't want to get pulled right now. No Man's Sky just because it's, a big, vast, nebulous game, and I mean that not in a negative way. There's just so much shit to do in that game that it's uh, definitely a time sink. And oh yeah, uh, Temtem, I'm not in the mood for right now, which kind of sucks because uh, it's still on the list because we played it when it came out in early access, barely, and <laughs> then it fully released. I think this year, maybe late last year, I don't remember. I don't remember. Um, and we haven't played it since then, so uh, the game would pretty much be like a brand new game for us. Uh, oh, when yeah. we do play it, so I'd have to relearn the whole thing. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'd probably start from the beginning again because I, I don't remember anything yep. from that game. So, uh, with all that said, though, I'm gonna spin the wheel. Okay. We'll find out what our game for November is. Uh, so let's do it. I'm gonna spin the wheel right now. Three, two, one, go. It's spinning, it's going. We're gonna find out what we're playing in November. It's starting to slow down, it is creeping along, and it's looking like wow. Sid Meier's Pirates. That's very uh, interesting. Convenient in two ways, because like one, you know, obviously, uh, uh, that's a community choice game, and so like you know they get to to you know have us play it, but also like it happened so soon, uh, yeah, from the the time they wanted it. So yeah, I mean, literally. The last game we just played, Text Chainsaw Massacre, was a community pick yeah, game, yeah. and now we're playing another community pick game. So they won't have to wait, you know, possibly a whole year for us to pull that again. So I'm really interested in playing this one. It, I didn't really mention it when I was talking about what I hope and don't hope for, just because it's kind of a wild card. I agreed. It's such an old game, but like, you know, a beloved game. It'd be kind of interesting in modern time to play it. And it's on Steam, so it's fully available. Holds up. Yeah, and see what it's like mm. now. Um, so, yeah, that'll be a really interesting game to play. So we will be playing Sid Meier's Pirates in November. Very interesting. Um, all right. Anything else you want to say on that? Nope. All right, let's know in the comments what you guys think about uh, Sid Meier's Pirates. Not too much, though. we got to talk about at the end of November. And uh, is there a game we should add to the list? We're starting to run out of games. And yeah. I have I have a couple I'd like to add myself, but uh, probably do that by the next time we do game of the month Throw so on there right now no no <laughs> um yeah all right so uh in october we mm -hmm. played texas chainsaw massacre if you haven't played texas chainsaw massacre you're wondering what it is it is a uh three killers versus four victims game similar but not the exact same as dead by daylight the uh, objective of the victims is to escape a basement escape 
uh, or get upstairs and escape whatever building they're at, the house, the gas station, uh, different locations. Uh, there's different ways to escape more than dead by daylight. You can uh, lock or use lock picks to get out of gates to run away. You can get out certain doors and just run down the road. And if you get far enough, you escape. There's uh, piped doors you can blow open with pressure that you can escape. And then there's also a door you can open with a fuse that's timed as well, just like the pipe uh, gate that uh you can do to escape so you got multiple uh ways out and uh yeah you're basically stealthing around you can shove and stab with a a bone shiv um but you're not really uh you know meant for that uh and then yeah killers are tasked with uh making sure the victims don't escape they set up traps they track them uh down they try to eliminate them. Uh, you have to have a Leatherface on your team when you're playing killers because Leatherface is the only character in the game that is able to saw through and destroy uh, shortcuts that uh, basically only the victims can access. Some of the killers can access some of those shortcuts, but not all of them. So Leatherface is a really important uh, part of the whole gameplay mode and the, you know, the main uh, face of Texas Chainsaw Master. True. So they've kind of mixed them in there. Uh, on purpose but also as a gameplay element he needs to be in the game otherwise um it'd be very one-sided um let's see so the game features leveling of the killers of the victims that you play when you level not only does every killer and victim uh specifically have personal perks and small perk trees that you can progress in for them and their specialties they also have a kind of randomized skill tree that as you level and put points into it you pick paths that cut off the other paths of the skill tree so you have to decide which way you want to go and you can get uh, basically skill points and perks that you have to activate you can have three activated at once so everyone you unlock you're not using them they just give you access to them similar to dead by daylight Skill points go into your stats, which uh, can allow you to run longer with stamina, um, sneak better, make less noise when you're interacting with things. And uh, I forgot the name of it, but one perk that essentially makes it so you can lockpick things faster, more efficiently, Mm -hmm. which is one I really uh, prefer myself. And yeah, uh, it's a game where you got to escape or get killed by uh, a team of killers. And we both played it. And since this is your first time playing it, let's uh, jump into your impressions of Texas Chainsaw Massacre in October. Um, Well, let's see. Uh, So, you know, as we kind of alluded to at the beginning, um, I uh, don't generally play these type of games. I uh, like at all. Yeah. Um, Mostly because and it's funny because I actually enjoy watching these types. I think these are like some of my favorite types of streams to watch or the style of games. Um, and I just think it's because uh, it's easy to follow. It's easy to understand. And um, there is uh, some interesting skill involved in playing these games. So there's a mix of just like in dead by daylight, even though this has much more dynamic things happening. There's a mix of skill, know how obviously familiarity mm-hmm. with your character and the map, but also because there's so many moving pieces in every match that, something can happen that you weren't expecting that can change up everything. And so it has a dynamic nature that if you're watching someone play it, um, you don't know what's going to happen. They could have a good game. They could have a bad game, but it's always entertaining. Like this is one of those games where um, even when I die, me and Cody have talked about this a couple times um, and he gets really into it more than I do. But uh, even if I die, I still enjoy watching 
like you know my friend continue mm-hmm. playing because we're both of the same mentality that if anybody that we're playing with that we know at least escapes it's, it kind of feels like a win for all of us because mm-hmm. we all try to work to get somebody out at least like we all ideally want to leave but you know if somebody gets out i still feel good about that um so it is definitely a game that uh is easy for me to you know stay spectating and watch people after i die because um getting kills kind of part of the fun as well it's mm-hmm. like watching a horror movie so yeah i i mean and obviously we're not talking about uh dead by daylight but you know specifically that game i've i have watched a lot of people stream that game um just because i find it uh entertaining uh you know no matter what role they're playing as well so that being said <clears throat> i'm familiar um with the the concept and, and stuff obviously like, i wasn't like ready for like the ins and outs of the game i had to learn those as we went which fortunately uh we did a private match just to kind of like teach me uh and i think scream because i don't think he had played yet um and we kind of got the perspective of both the are they called survivors in this victims victims and the um the family basically Mm -hmm. um so that was that was kind of good and then uh yeah we started playing so um you know the big thing for me and and this is the big reason i don't like to play these games is um and i'm not a very competitive person and uh i don't like feeling uh i guess stress um from the the pressure of of the the, these type of games is kind of the same thing i go through like playing uh like a search and destroy and like call of duty and stuff like that where you know or or hardcore you know where you take one bullet and you die it's just Mm -hmm. it's just too much uh for me uh and i don't I don't really play games for that feeling. I forgot what so. we were talking about, but you put it really well when we were all playing together that Cody was talking about how he gets really amped up. Yeah, he gets he a rush from He it. starts just fucking saying shit. He's like, I can't really kind of like, he can control it, but like, you know, he starts like blurting stuff out and saying like a lot of stuff, even if he's spectating, he's like getting hyped and shit. Yeah. And, uh, gets amped up. And I'm, I'm the same way, not like, or gets his blood pumping or something. Yeah, like yeah. 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 He said something like that. And, uh, I'm the exact same way. Like, yeah. um, when I get stressed out, like if I'm playing Hunt Showdown, I thrive off of that stress. Yeah. Uh, same thing with games like this um, and uh, definitely Search and Destroy. Uh, I yeah. typically play the best when I'm the last guy alive because I know like I, ha- I have to fucking win this now. Yeah. And so I play a lot better than I do before that. Um, I'm kind of in my element there. And when Cody was talking about that, and I was just kind of agreeing like, yeah, I, I get that 100%. You were like uh, that feeling that you feel right there. I don't like the way that feels. Yeah. Um, and so it's interesting how we're getting the same sensation, but it's, it's like people who jump out of fucking airplanes. Yeah. Though. yeah, yeah. I have zero interest same, same in thing. that. Like, um, adrenaline in some ways is fun for me, like on a roller coaster, I like roller coasters, yeah. but the idea of like letting my body free fall out of a plane, I just have no, no interest in that. Yeah. I don't need that much adrenaline. So it's interesting how, uh, you know, everybody has, different ways of how they interpret and feel towards certain sensations mm-hmm. um like a high stress game or you know adrenaline junkie type stuff so yeah yeah and so you know as you kind of said there um i don't enjoy that feeling at all um so this game definitely did uh did that to me but we played a while and you know uh, i yeah you put it like you put a couple hours in the game for sure yeah um you played longer than i thought you would so um i don't think i ever actually played oh no because we couldn't play four people's killers or yeah it was yeah so, so i spectated for so that yeah just to be transparent we yeah. played uh 
four of us were playing together. We all played um, uh, victims for a while. We played mm-hmm. like seven, eight matches. Um, and then after a while, we were like, man, it sucks. We can't really play killers because there's four of us. And you were like, well, I can just kind of hop out. You can stream and yeah, I can watch. I was already feeling kind of burnt out. So. Yeah. And uh, and so uh, me, Cody and Psycho uh, played yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. killers while you watch. So you got obviously a feel for the game. You just didn't plays the killers. Right. Um, so the, the thing I like, and it's, you know, uh, common within the genre, uh, the couple games I've seen and played actually, cause I played the other one with the, the janky one with the dance meme came out of, uh, Friday the 13th. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You played that. It did play that with you guys, you and Josh. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Um, so, so I, I, I'm definitely familiar. The one thing I, I think I like about this one uh, in comparison to the other games in the genre uh, is the fact that it does have um, the seven player dynamic, mm-hmm. though I do sometimes feel like the map's a little small for three killers. Um, and sometimes you're playing against a team of really good or victims. It feels like the map's a little small for four people to be spreading out, and you're trying to chase yeah. them all down. Or um, some, some, uh, well, sometimes it feels big too, though, because there's one map where if they're on one side of the yard and on the other side of the yard, it's like hard to cover the whole fucking place. It's it's a tricky balance um, because like the opposite is true. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to compare to Dead by Daylight again, but it's kind of like the the big star of the genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that game, I often feel like unless the killer is just amazing, that they're at a disadvantage constantly in that game, um, especially at like higher levels of play. Like the it comes down to the ranking for sure yeah. because I've definitely wiped the floor with teams of four in Dead by Daylight, and, and I've seen people do it too. Some yeah. people are just really good at killer, but I feel like more often than not, I see the four against the one. The four usually, you know, at least someone gets out most of the time so. sure yeah it's hard to like wipe all of them yeah. um versus unless you're at in this game because you have two other people assisting you mm-hmm. even if they don't do the same damage as um what the hell is that dude's name again leatherface, leatherface. sorry bubba. i don't watch horror, horror movies you can just call him bubba um you know he you know he just destroys things when when he fights i had the the I think it's the poison girl. She was like stabbing me over and over again, chasing me around. Sissy. Yeah. And I was just taking the hits for a while. I was like, it was like just torture basically. Cause I couldn't lose her. And, uh, yeah, she's fucked up too. Cause that's who I, I main when I play the family and she doesn't do a lot of damage and I don't put points into her damage because I want to be able to chase after people to keep them on their toes and busy while yeah. I get people to help. And then also, um, for what other status, I have her respect out for everything except for damage. So she's definitely someone you want to use to like booby trap and sabotage. But yeah, when I was watching you play, you were tagging people. Yeah, I'd hit them with the poison because it disorients them, but also um, it keeps them marked for everybody. So, yeah, Um, I apologize. My thoughts are over the place. But uh, there's a lot to cover. So um, I'll start with. So I played a. pretty much one character the whole time just because i knew there was a progression system so in order to actually experience some of that hopping around it seemed like it was a good choice yeah i'm glad you stuck with the character because i wanted you to experience what it is like to level the character yeah and i can't remember her name but i played the tanky girl Mm. um i forgot her name too and uh i didn't really her ability i only really had an opportunity once because uh she's pretty much anti the poison girl sissy 
Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I, I did get to use it once and it, it worked. I got hit by the poison. I, I hit it and it just, I was good. Um, but yeah, most of the time I was honestly dealing with the guy you said everyone plays. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he's usually the one who would kill me. Johnny? Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. Um, but uh, so, yeah, I like uh, the amount of like stuff that's happening in the game, though, uh, in the regards of like looking for stuff, whether that's a pick, a, a, a bone pick, a, what is it, a lock pick and uh, health potions and stuff. Um, I think the lock pick, a.k.a. minigame or whatever, uh, is not as stressful as the pull cords and like dead by daylight but it's a skill check but it's just enough to like still kind of make sure you're paying attention mm-hmm. um, i don't think it's as punishing though the one thing I, this game is really good about punishing you on is being in a hurry um because you just start making a ton like you just get ratted out um if you're in a rush for anything and yep. uh, i think that's kind of a cool mechanic um it definitely pays off to be methodical unless you're playing on a team that everyone knows what the fuck they're doing and you just bum rush. Like sometimes that's a really good strategy too, but you need to know what you're doing. Yeah. You can't just do that blindly and be running around because then you just give the killers more time to kill you. But like if people like, you know, know how the game works and someone finds the, um, the, the, the valve for the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. pipes or whatever, and you get the thing set up and blow it open. Everyone just runs out instantly. And it's just over. So, yeah, but otherwise, yeah, playing more like I, I like stealth games a lot. And this game is basically a stealth game when you play victim. So um, I like the uh, the sneaking element. You got to be methodical and kind of plan out your strategy. And it seems to work pretty well. Um, I'm not huge on, on. Well, I say that, but there are some stealth games I really like. So um, I guess that's a mixed bag. For you me. played Ghost of Tsushima, didn't you? I did. I also played Metal Gear Solid 2 and 5. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I guess it just depends on the game. Yeah. Um, you know, I can't play like Hitman, for example. Um, yeah. It's fun to watch again, but I, yeah, I'm not into playing it. Um, it's a whole different kind of stealth, but yeah, yeah. different um, stealth. I didn't get a chance to do the Valve. Um, I think I saw a Valve handle once, but it was like one of our really early games, and I was just completely ignorant on, on what I, I was looking at. And then uh, we tried to do the Fuse once. Um, I was with Cody. I think the footage is actually, I don't know when you'll see it, but there's a, and I don't know if you'll see us because I think you were on the other side of the map at that time. I was on the other side of the map and yeah. you'll hear the audio, but, but yeah. Uh, um, you that, guys are trying to figure it out. While that was a bad thing to figure out under you. pressure because like, I think two of the three killers were like yep. puppy guarding us pretty bad. So yeah. And one was trying to get me, but I kept losing them and I was trying to get them all to come over to attack me. I was like standing next to a chicken cage, yeah. just making noise and they just wouldn't come over. So yeah. it's just like, all right. Yeah, so that was pretty crazy. Um, and the whole time they're over there and you guys keep talking about like they're, they're right here, right next to us, right next to us. How does this thing work? And Cody's like, I've never done this before and I've never done it either. So yeah. I, was, I couldn't even help. So I was like, this is fucking awkward. Yeah, it was, it was tricky. So we never kind of figured that out. Um, not really the best condition to learn that when someone's just like right on top of you. So yeah. Um, yeah, and then the, like the, the series of like, checkpoints you got to go through to do like the lockpick method where usually like you know you got to activate the 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 gate by finding the battery whether it's in a car or, or you know whatever it's attached to a generator etc um and then like lockpicking the door and leaving um 
you know, it's just enough because you're usually it's usually not in a hidden spot. So you're kind of out in the open, like looking for this battery and, and trying to shut it off or whatever and lock picking. So all they have to do is walk by and see you and and you're either going to be stubborn and go try to go through it anyways, or you have to play chicken with them for a while. So mm-hmm. and then they know you're trying to go out that door. So, um, yeah, the uh, perks seem pretty interesting as well. Um, something I kind of appreciate about the genre, too. It kind of makes it more gamey feeling, um, which I think is uh, a neat thing, though. I wasn't big on my perk, uh, which was the anti-poison thing, mostly because I just didn't really have a lot of opportunities to use it. Um, I do think uh, some of the ones that you guys had were a little more interesting. Yeah, I tip. I forgot his name, but he's the kid who can hear through walls, mm-hmm. and nobody ever wants to play him when I play with Rando. So I got so used to getting stuck with playing him that I just started putting points into uh, his stuff and. Um, being able to see through walls or hear through walls is good for him. I guess I could convey that to people, but that game, it's so hard to convey anything because there's no names over people's, uh, you know, characters. Yeah. You can't ping anything, which is fine. You like, you literally have to visually identify things and that's it. So it's really difficult when I'm like in one section of the basement, I don't know where you're at. And I'm like, Oh shit, they're over there through this wall it's like what wall like uh, i i don't know um so uh his perk isn't useless it's definitely good for just me but uh it's not the best one of the best or the two of the best ones out there is um uh what's his name llewellyn something like that he can body check the fucking the the killers uh there's a million memes about that but it's all true if the guy knows what they're doing um, and then the girl who can instantly pop a lock, mm. um, she's really useful. Yeah, super useful. Because whether you're trying to get out of the basement really fast and just bum rush it, or what I like to do, wait till the end until I can even reach the gate and then I just pop it instantly and leave. Like it's yeah. it's definitely a good perk to have. Yeah, uh, and so yeah, I think those are a lot more interesting. Mm-hmm. Not that uh, you know the one I had wasn't good, but because I was doing my best to never be seen. <laughs> Um, it just wasn't being used. Excuse me. Um, I can't remember all the perks I had equipped when I finally did get perks, but I did. Um, I did, I think, get the one that helps you speed up tasks as well mm-hmm. because I was doing a lot of lock picking, it felt like. And then um, I also took one that when I would, if I died, it would uh, for two minutes i think highlight the the killer for the rest of my team to see and make their attack like half or something like that so it debuffed them for two minutes and made them visible to everyone on the map so um which i thought was kind of neat because you know in those kind of games you're gonna die it's gonna happen um and so uh, i did see it go off once i was spectating you and and i saw you know the the killer got highlighted or whatever and i think they even attacked you at one point it didn't even hurt you or something like that. So, mm-hmm. um, so pretty neat. Uh, just kind of a nice, like, yeah, you might've gotten me, but for two minutes, you're, you're the element surprise is gone for them at this point. Yep. And, uh, they are at a huge disadvantage if you can't find the survivors cause they can just 
hide constantly. I I lost people so many times just jumping in freezers. So it's funny how many people just don't check them. They don't check them at all in that game. Yeah, it's wild. They barely check them in Dead by Daylight, but they do sometimes. Yeah, I ran around. I was being chased by one guy at one point. I ran around the corner, literally jumped in the freezer, and he lost me apparently. I was like, you were on my ass. How did you not think to look in there? Like, But whatever. Yeah, anytime I've hid in a ice chest or or freezer or a um like a locker or whatever, no one's ever checked. That's so weird. Yeah, um, I think they just feel the pressure of like they need to if they lose you, they need to find somebody else because uh, every second you know if they're not attacking somebody is them possibly getting out. So yeah, it's just this game doesn't have the same kind of blind spots like Dead by Daylight has because the killer's view in Dead by Daylight seems pretty narrow in comparison. Well, it's first person. Yeah. And it's the FOV is not wide. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, it is easy to lose people in Dead by Daylight um, and sometimes really easy to stay on them when they think they're going to lose you. Yeah. You just listen to what direction they go. But um, yeah, and this they're playing third person as well. So yeah, it's kind of hard to lose them. Although I don't know if this is real or not, but I almost feel like when you play killers, the shadows are a little darker. I think oh, it's I, I think it's a little harder to see people in the dark. I don't know. Because I all the time will be hiding as a as a victim in that game, and somebody won't see me. But then, like other victims will see me. Well, when you guys were playing Killers one time, I don't want to talk too much about your experiences, but you know, obviously, I didn't get to play. So, my mm-hmm. spectating, um, you were like puppy guarding an exit, and you were looking at a guy in the grass. You could see him though barely, but you could see their shirt, and you were like trying to convey that to i don't remember if it's cody scream or both of them but they would just like kept running into the grass on top of the person and just not seeing them yeah which i thought was really weird because like even me spectating from your view i could see them yeah so yeah maybe it's just like a have an eye for a thing i don't know maybe yeah. some people when they play killer aren't seeing shit but well maybe because you were more hyper focused on it and he like yeah. had just shown up sure so, for sure yeah but i don't know um yeah, the stealth still seems to work, but also, I guess if you're you know what the person looks like too, it's kind of especially on like grass. You know, if you're paying enough attention, you'll see them. So I don't know. In, uh, rambling at this point, but um, overall, uh, for what it's worth, I had an okay time. Um, I did get very, my battery, my like energy, uh, personal battery just kind of wore out really fast playing it though, and um, I don't think I'd revisit it. But I didn't. I didn't hate it. I appreciate these kind of games. Like I said, I enjoy watching them, but uh, playing them is a little too stressful for me. So yeah. Well, it's kind of refreshing too to play a, a multiplayer game. It's not just like a shooter, yeah, or like a you know melee combat game or something. You know, something that's like different. That's what I really enjoy about the genre is like the gameplay loops. Just it is what it is. It's very much like its own thing, and um, it just feels you know different well, than mean, a lot of the things out there I play when it comes to multiplayer. I mean, I would just put it out there that like in, in the types of like competitive games that I, you know, I'm not really a fan of, um, I would play this over most melee versus games like, uh, um, uh, for honor, for honor or, yeah. uh, or those medieval combat ones that Mordal chivalry. Yeah. Um, that's like bottom of the barrel for me. So, yeah, but yeah, anything else? No. I rambled enough. All right. So I got a really mixed opinion on this game. And and that mix comes from uh, technical issues that have been around since the game has come out up until 
when we played. They are not gone. Um, those issues being two things. I'll start with the one that's less egregious. Uh, stuttering. I hope you've noticed in my gameplay footage, some of it's smooth and some of it's stuttering. The stutter you're seeing is not the video. It's not this video. It's not a problem with the video. It's literally my gameplay. This is something that happens randomly when I play Texas Chainsaw Massacre. This is a problem that some people have and a lot of people don't. Seems like people on Xbox don't get it, so I think it's just a PC thing, and it must be some random stuff with PC, but it doesn't always happen, but it does happen since the game came out, and even now. Um, I can tell even when I start the game up uh, if I'm going to be having these problems because the game starts with a field with a house in the background and birds fly in the background, and when you see the birds, sometimes they'll stutter, and I'm like, fuck. The game's going to stutter for me. And if they fly smooth, I'm like, okay, cool. I can actually play the game as intended. Yeah. Um, so that's really annoying. And if you're watching the gameplay, I don't have to describe to you uh, how significant of a stutter it is, but it's pretty significant. Um, definitely affects my gameplay. Um, I tell people when we're playing too, all oh, the stutter's back. And I, I don't think they understand just how bad of a stutter it is. It's, it's how stubborn I am that I'm even continuing to play it like this because it's, pretty broken in fact the only reason i've continued or come back to play the game is because it got picked for game of the month otherwise i was like until you fix this game i don't want to play it so that problem still exists but i did find a fix but it's not i shouldn't have to do what i did to fix it the more egregious problem than the stutter and the stutter is very egregious it's almost unplayable is i stopped getting xp that sucks because I'm playing the game, I'm having fun, but as everybody's playing, they're leveling up and unlocking new perks and leveling the characters and up and whatever. I was perpetually level 14 for a long time. I couldn't get past 14. I'd finish a match and I would watch my XP go up and I'd hit 15. I'm like, cool, I finally leveled. Get to the main menu, I was 14 again. Same amount of XP I always have. And uh, I was like, that's interesting that I have random stuttering issues and I was able to get to level 14, but now I can't level anymore. So is that a server thing? Which I'm sure it is. Uh, or is it like, are they connected? What's going on here? So anyway, those are uh, persistent problems that still exist, uh, not only for me, but for other people that they have not fixed. This will definitely affect my grade, which sucks because I think this game is actually pretty fun. Um, but these are really big problems. If I'm not progressing like other people and I can't play the game smoothly, um, randomly, it makes the game borderline unplayable for me. In fact, the non-leveling thing makes the game unplayable for me. If I can't level, I don't want to play it because it feels basically unfair for me to put the time in and not get the rewards that other people are getting. So, and it's just overall very disappointing that the developer hasn't fixed these issues yet because the game's been out for a little bit now. Uh, that being said, I looked up a bunch of stuff. I was like, maybe the community's fixed this now since they haven't yet. And some people threw some suggestions out there. Somebody said, go into your, uh, and I'm going to tell you guys, so you can maybe fix this too if you're having this issue. Uh, go into your GeForce experience. Go to uh, that game. Go into the graphic settings and affect, change it all there, not in-game. And make sure your game is capped at 60 frames per second and not like, um, unlimited or whatever. Just change everything in there um, to something more reasonable and then launch the game from there. And when you do that, when I did that, uh, I didn't have stutter ever again after doing that. And coincidentally, maybe uh, I started leveling when the stutter disappeared. 
So I don't know. Bonkers. I don't know what the fuck is happening there. Uh, I either got really lucky when I got rid of the stutter and the XP started working magically, or they are they're related, which I don't know why they would be. So anyway, uh, it's super disappointing to see that this is still a big, uh, big issue. And uh, for anybody who hasn't been able to find a fix, I feel bad for you because it's uh, really shitty. Um, that being said, uh, I think this game is actually a lot of fun when it works. Um, the game looks good. It's graphically like really nice looking, has a really like realistic look to it. Um, as a Dead by Daylight fan, uh, someone who likes to play it, um, I like this game because and I made I made a video saying this isn't just another Dead by Daylight clone or ripoff and pure like you literally describing Dead by Daylight. I'm like Dead by Daylight doesn't have three killers first off. So like you can't even make that claim because it changes the, the dynamic completely when you have four people trying to survive three people. Um, also, you know, when you're playing killer and dead by daylight, you can't bring your friends when I'm playing with my friends, we don't have to go, well, I want to play killer. So I guess I'll see you later. Like you can just go, let's, let's go play fucking killers. It's, it's much more welcoming when you're playing with your friends to be able to play a game and hop to either side. So, and then like the differences and like, um, the variety of ways to escape feels really fresh and different. And, uh, yeah, there's just more more tools at your disposal in this game than uh, Dead by Daylight when it comes to the environments and stuff like that. Obviously, Dead by Daylight has a huge roster of characters with a shitload of perks that you can really build to your heart's content. And that, it definitely uh, you know has a lot more going on. But the maps in this, I think, um, offer a lot of dynamic ways that every match can play out. So, yeah, um, I like playing victims, although in this game, you don't get a whole lot of team synergy. Um, You should be able to because there's perks that help each other. But people in this game don't help each other very often. Um, It's really every man for themselves. And though that does kind of feel realistic, I guess, that if you're in the situation, you just want to get the fuck out and run away. um, It's something I kind of miss from other games in the genre where you are working as a team to try and get out together. Um, sometimes that happens, but for the most part, it's not the case. The real teamwork comes from playing the family because you really have to work to with each other. You have Leatherface who starts in the basement and the other two start up above or um, uh, on the first floor. And they start setting up uh, defenses and kind of getting things set up, collecting blood for grandpa, which is something I didn't explain at the beginning. Mm-hmm. How that works is um, grandpa from one of the movies He's sitting there. He gets woken up when the uh, victims make noise or when they escape the basement for the first time, which makes noise, um, or when the family feeds him blood enough to get him to level one or I think feed him at least once. I don't remember. You give him some like you get him to a certain point. He'll wake up once he's awake. You have to keep finding blood, whether that's from the victims or from pools of blood around the map, and you get him up to. I think it's max either four or five. I think, I, five. I think it's yeah. Um, and so every level uh, he has um, this thing where he's like starts yelling and it shows anyone who's moving when it comes to the victims. Um, and so when you're playing victim, you got to like pause while he's yelling. Um, otherwise going to show you where you're at uh, to everybody. Um, and anyway, the higher the level he is, um, the more often he does this to the point where when he's max level, he does it constantly and you can't hide when you're sitting still. So it's kind of imperative for you to 
uh, escape fast before they can get him leveled up. Also worth mentioning, too, if you go up to him as a victim with a bone knife uh, and stab him, you can reset his progression. So, But you take a risk because when you do that, it tells everybody he got attacked and they'll come running. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, a lot of really cool, interesting dynamic stuff uh, going on there. Um, forgot how I even got to the that point, though. Do you remember? I was talking about... You were basically talking about the the uh, gameplay differences, uh, and you had brought up um, him real quick and then explained him in detail because we had forgotten oh, yeah. the beginning. Oh, in Team Synergy. So yeah. uh, the family has to work together because while everybody's upstairs doing that, getting Grandpa leveled up, all that stuff, Leatherface is basically supposed to stay on top of uh, the victims downstairs, eliminate them as fast as possible. I was emphasize if you're Leatherface, you need to be trying to kill people as quick as possible in that basement. Um, Because once they get upstairs, it gets a lot more um, exacerbated. Yeah, they have more room to move around. Yeah. Um, And yeah, so you have to really work together, really talk things out and like communicate things. Uh, Whereas like with the the victims, you're just kind of running willy-nilly in every direction and it it just feels kind of chaotic from their perspective. Um, But yeah, uh, it's it's got a really cool... um, I don't know, gameplay loop that feels fresh and different within that genre while also still feeling um, familiar. So, yeah. Uh, gameplay is a lot of fun, though. I like playing victims and I like playing killers. Um, they're both fun for me. And uh, because you can bring your friends, it's nice to just go like, oh, we've been playing victims a while. You want to hop, hop over to killers and you do that and vice versa. And it's a lot of fun. Um, the perks are cool. You kind of talked about them already, but I think there's a good variety there is stuff for Team Synergy nobody really uses, um, or at least they don't communicate it. Um, but there's a lot of stuff, too, that just kind of like uh, there's there's perks you can activate, uh, you know, where you put one of the three activated. Um, they'll just increase stats, too. So if you're just trying to, like, be really good at lock picking or really good at stealth, you can do that, too. So there's like a lot of build uh potential variety yeah potential uh in this game that i really like um and then it takes a while but leveling up your character and getting their perks unlocked basically just makes their specialty better in one of three ways um like with sissy i was playing her and uh one is like how often you can use her poison um the other one is like how long the duration of poisoning someone is which i think is the one i picked um Oh, no, the one I picked is how long the poison stays. So when she sprays it out, um, it'll just stay on the map for a while. And I sometimes use that as a way to herd. Yeah, herd people, basically. Uh, deter people from taking certain routes like that. Or if I know they're heading towards the ladder, I'll put a cloud at the top of the ladder so they can't really um, go up it or decide not to go up it and you know give Leatherface time to corral them better. Um, yeah, so that's cool. The game has customization. It's a little bare bones. It could be better, but it's very bare bones. Yeah, there's, there's some variety there. You can definitely make your characters look different, but I feel like there could be more. So definitely something I would, uh, uh, look forward to, um, if the game survives long enough to, get the support it needs to you know really make it into something special i do know there's a new killer coming out soon some chick some grandma or something i don't remember um 
I think I read something about a, a new uh, victim as well, but I mean, that only makes sense. They got to add to both sides for whoever's playing those sides. that might not like playing the other one. Um, so yeah, they got stuff they're adding. Um, but yeah, cosmetics could be better for sure. And let's see what else. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, we kind of went over most of it, especially when you're talking about your impressions. I agree with pretty much everything you said. Uh, this is a genre I like. It is a game I enjoy playing. And, uh, you know, when we get to grades, which I don't want to spoil it too much, I'm going to kind of feel bad grading it. Probably when I'm going to grade it because um, it's not what I want to grade it, but I'm upset about uh, the lack of um, patching and fixing the game, which uh, at this point feels inexcusable. I'm sure, you know, as a dev, it's probably stressful to try and support your game and, you know, make it fun for the people who are enjoying it and can play it while also trying to fix the game for the people who can't play who want to play it. So, um, but I think you really got to, just like CD Projekt Red, fix your game so everybody can play it first before you um, support it, which I know sounds rough, but uh, you're going to lose people if they can't play it. Yeah, They would have lost me if it wasn't for this month getting pulled uh, or for the community to pick game of the month. So, um yeah yeah it's a fun game though i like it and uh i will definitely play more of it as long as it runs good for me um and i'm glad we got to play it this month i'm glad you got to play it and you actually did play it and yeah it was fun anything else that's it all right uh let's jump into recommendations i think the easy one is uh well two easy ones first off if you like texas chance on massacre you really have a whole lot of options out there this is the game um so you probably already played it um, I think it does a really good job at feeling authentic. I think a lot of the characters portray out of the movies. They act like out of the movies. Um, the locations feel super authentic. The kills are really gross. Uh, it's come from a guy who doesn't really, you know. They're pretty brutal. I don't get phased by kills in games very often, but the one where Sissy uses her stupid little razor blade and she's just like slicing you and you just hear this like thin little like cuts or whatever while you're like murdering somebody i'm like that's gross sounding no, this uh, one where someone's hacksawing at someone's neck and i hate that yeah so or so. one where a uh, leatherface like just takes someone's head and drives it through the chainsaw yeah so um yeah on top of the recommendation for that though also if you like uh, horror movies and hyper violence uh you'll dig this game and then the other really easy recommendation i can put out there is if you're into dead by daylight and this is a game that uh you know, there's games out there where purists will be like, I'm not playing that. Uh, Wild Hearts and, and Monster Hunter, uh, Lords of the Fallen and Dark Souls and Dead by Daylight and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, Dead by Daylight obviously is a more established game. It's been out longer. It has more support. Uh, but Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think, will scratch a similar itch. So I would recommend it to you. Um, if you like horror games, games that stress you out, freak you out. Uh, I would uh, definitely recommend it if you're okay with playing multiplayer. It would be cool to see bot support in this game, but I think it'd be hard to do that because of how many decisions need to be made, uh, you know, when everything's changing constantly. So um, I think bots might make it a little difficult to, uh, you know, have a game that feels more dynamic, but it would be cool if they could do it. So, um, but yeah, uh, if you're okay with uh, multiplayer and, and you want to play like a scary game, definitely worth playing. If you like um, games you got to work together with your friends in multiplayer settings, um, definitely would recommend it. Loosely, if you like PvP games, 
like your team versus another team. This isn't Call of Duty, but it does kind of feel like if you're playing like against like a good team, you're trying to out strategize them, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, the only thing making it not PvP, even though it is player versus player technically. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, when I use that term, I I mean it in the old school way of like yeah, it's just, MMO yeah, PvP. Victims just start fighting back barely, so that's kind yeah. of the hesitancy there, I think. Which is like in Dead by Daylight, you'll play against people who are familiar enough with the game where they'll like actively try to fuck with you while you're trying to kill people. Yeah. Um, this game allows people to like shove you and stab you. So some people do get uh, a little flagrant with, uh, with their abilities. So, uh, um, yeah, it does start feeling a little PVP esque, um, when a team is playing aggressive against you. So, yeah. Uh, I would loosely, rec- well, yeah, loosely recommend that. I can't fucking talk. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, uh, you kind of already, obviously, you, when you brought up, you know, DVD, but to be a little more vague, just 4v1 games in general. Um, if you've played any asymmetrical games, uh, those those types, uh, you know, it's worth checking out. I would also say. Uh, Even like Evil Dead the game. Yeah. Uh, stealth games. Oh, know, yeah. If you're into stealth. Um yeah, in a weird way, back in the day, if you liked, it's not it's not the same, it's not as good, but it's kind of similar. Uh, if you, just in a horror sense, if you liked uh, Spies versus Mercenaries mm. in Splinter Cell, which I loved that, holy shit, bring that back, Ubisoft, you guys are fucking so stupid for not listening to us. Um, I would play the shit out of that. Uh, if you liked that mode, you are playing as a team of four people sneaking around, trying to escape while a team of uh, dude's trying to kill you or wander around the map. So it's kind of similar. Yeah. There's no vents you're climbing through. There's little holes you can climb through, though. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is the same vibe. Um, it's going to be a weird one, but uh, as a prop hunt, you know, type thing where you're just hiding and trying to, you know, last. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, those are pretty much the only two additions I have to add. Um, also, crossplay has crossplay. Which is nice. Definitely nice. Yeah. All right. Nothing else? Nope. Let's jump into grades. I kind of want to hear your grade first. Okay. You okay with that? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Um, I'm trying to be objective because <laughs> obviously my personal opinion on the game is kind of on the lower side because it's just not my type of game. But uh, that aside, for me, it ran fine. Uh and uh i was leveling so i didn't have the issues you had obviously so in my experience the game ran fine um you know i had a lot of features and 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 was pretty decent so i want to go ahead and give it a b i think is pretty fair um i do think it has a little bit of jank but that genre kind of is janky to begin with uh but it's probably it's not very it's not super egregious in it though. Uh, I felt for the most part it's pretty fair. Yeah, I don't think I can go higher, but I also didn't have any issues. So I think B I think B is where I'm landing. Yeah. Um, I mean that's fair. That's a good grade. So I'm having trouble here because when the game plays the way it's supposed to play, I would easily give it a B plus. Um, I don't know if I could ever give this, give this game an A territory grade. So B plus is just like 
a cap i feel like for this game that's where i would uh, where i would typically grade it because i do have a lot of fun with it and when i had my shit working correctly uh we played for like hours and hours and hours so it was it was fun but when i do have the issues i mean i would have to give it i don't know if i would give it an f but i'd probably give it a d minus um just because uh my gameplay is being hindered by not being able to level which some would argue is a broken feature but i can still yeah. play the game um but then the stuttering which is also if you're not as stubborn as i am you probably stop playing the game so i feel like i would give it a d minus in that case so i feel like as of right now in the current state until they can patch it i feel obligated to at least give it a c plus um I don't think I can give it a B range. I almost feel like I'm grading too high with a C, but um, not feeling confident in being able to play this game when I want to at any time is really shitty. And that they haven't fixed these issues yet is really shitty. And so when they do fix those issues, my grade will in- instantly jump up. Um, but I can't, I can't give it my personal grade uh without acknowledging that has some real issues that need to get fixed so yeah i'm gonna give it not even a strong c plus just a c plus uh regretful c plus because i want to give it a b range and i can't so um but otherwise yeah when the game runs as intended i really enjoy it so uh wish i could give it a b plus but yeah have put it in the c range does that sound fair I actually think you're being a little high. If I couldn't play yeah. the game, I'd I'd be in D territory. But well, I can play it though randomly. So I'm kind of I'm I'm grading it based off of the state of the game. Yeah, I and obviously it's, it's the way you feel. But, yeah, but yeah, at any point um, that I have to like fix it. Like so, an example. I'm not to get too tangenty here, but mm-hmm. like uh, Chris with Remnant Two has to jump through some stupid hoops to get that game to even work. Um, I think that is inexcusable. Yeah, but but at least with his situation, he can't play the game. Period. Unless he has a fix. Sure, and I can sometimes. And, and most sometimes people can play this game, mm-hmm. except for a handful of people who can't. And so it seems like a pretty um, how do I word this? I'm not a developer, so who? What do I know? But mm-hmm. um, it seems a little more isolated if it's less people having an issue so yeah even some communication on it would be nice i don't even know if they've done well that. yeah i don't know either that's why i don't want to go too hard on it and bitch too much and be like well they haven't done anything like because they could be talking about it right now i'm not even listening because i'm, I'm so detached from the game so gonna be a little less i would be probably less forgiving anyways because it's not a genre i care about right yeah. and so if i ran into a situation where the game was just like was doing that because i would consider that especially in a competitive game unplayable when you get like you're you're pausing every couple seconds mm-hmm. um yeah i'd be pretty harsh but i didn't have the problem so i, I wasn't i guess you know i gave it a, a working game grade in my opinion so yeah well yeah we typically grade b's pretty regularly anyway just because well, I, i'll play mostly anything even if i don't like it so well and when we play games on like plus club most of those games are like for the most part like tried and true games they know mm-hmm. people are gonna enjoy playing so it's, it's easy to, you know, create it a B, but uh, yeah. everyone else will get a weird indie game where I'm like, this isn't that great. Um, but yeah, yeah, mine's just kind of an amalgamation of when the game works well and when it doesn't work well. I do feel like I should have gave it like a C minus, but I'm just going to stick with the C plus because, um, yeah, I was able to fix it 
for the most part. Yeah. I think it stays like it's staying like that, but more so docking at points just because it should be fixed. They should they should be working on it or fixing it. And for people who haven't been able to fix their issues, that really sucks. But I'm not playing from their perspective. I'm playing from mine. So yeah. did I even have to do anything extra to play this game? Uh, you know, the way it should be played is stupid. And I shouldn't have to do it. So, uh, yeah, C+. I'll land there. Um, anything else? I think that's it. All right, let's know in the comments what you guys think of Texas Chance on Massacre. Have you played it? Have you not played it? If you haven't played it, why haven't you played it? This is not your type of genre. This is not your type of um, game in general. You don't like you know hyper-violence or horror maybe, or maybe you're like a hardcore Dead by Daylight player and you're just like, it's not good enough. Uh, if you have played it, what do you think about it? What are the things about it that you like? What are some things you don't like about it? Do you think it has a future? Do you think it's going anywhere? Do you think it's just a meme game? Because for a while there, I was like, this is just a game that's so goofy that, you know, it's going to get some meme magic for a little bit and then just die off. So that's we'll see. Valid concerns. Yeah. Because when it first came out, there's like a lot of glitches, but they're funny glitches. Mm. And I'm like, this game is just going to be like a fucking goat simulator. Um, Friday the 13th joke game. Um, and it might might be, but plenty of people play it uh, specifically on Xbox. Um and yeah, tell us everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. But that's going to do it for this episode of Game of the Month for October. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on our socials and streams. Link down below. Check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime all, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support the channel more than liking, commenting, sharing, and subscribing if you're brand new. And I have a TikTok link down below if you'd like to watch my shorts. Uh, in their full form otherwise the ones i bring over here i have to chop up because uh youtube shorts has limitations uh of 60 seconds so uh watch them here or watch the originals there and i think that's everything i've been seth this has been chevy thank you chevy for joining me for this conversation i'm glad you played the game and uh had stuff to say on it thank you guys for joining us for this uh episode and until the next episode have a good one and take it easy <laughs>